was that extra loud to you? It was a little bit loud. She just like got a little extra excited. She's like, you're back. Thank God. It's been so long. Hasn't actually. No, like, it has not. It's like five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's only been a few days. It was a holiday weekend. So yeah. Happy Labor Day to everybody who celebrated Labor Day and had a day off. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if people had did not have a day off and had to work it. Like my trash people. That sucks. Yeah. Everybody who works at Publix. Everybody who has to work at a restaurant. <laughs> we see you. We appreciate you. Man, every B Tuesday, they would always have so many servers on for Labor Day. Like dinner. I was like, why are you doing that? Nobody's coming to Ruby Tuesday on Labor Day. They're all clicking <laughs> out. And like there'd be six this of us true. just sitting there. It's like, why why do you do this every year? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just the same thing. It's like, I guess Thanksgiving people do go out to eat, but not very much unless you're having like some sort of Thanksgiving dinner special or something. Yeah, they did that too. And then they would come into Ruby Tuesday and they'd be like, do you have any Thanksgiving lunch and Thanksgiving dinner? I'm like, no, you can get a turkey burger. <laughs> you can eat our salad bar and like it. But also, it's Labor Day, but it's also, as my husband is calling it, Jimmy Buffett Memorial Weekend. Uh, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. You know what? He he lived the life. He, he honestly did. He made some iconic songs, made a bunch of money, and then just lived on his boat in the Caribbean until his death. And I mean, he did get skin cancer, and that was what ultimately led to it. But <laughs> he lived... He lived the, you know, five o'clock somewhere life. He lived a life that he wanted. And I commend him. And I hope that it is five o'clock somewhere, wherever he is. Mm -hmm. When they have a ton of Margaritaville margarita machines. Yes. The waters are crystal clear. That's, that's the afterlife I want. I want for everybody, but especially Jimmy Buffett. Yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And this is Haunted or Hoax. It is. And I am Kristen. I'm Jennifer. I also think that we have to say R.A.P. to our hopes and dreams. No, uh, Steve Harwell of Smash Mouth. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Lead singer Smash Mouth also did pass away over the holiday. How did he die? Liver failure, unfortunately. Uh, He was, you know, 56. That's not shocking, but that's terrible. It is terrible. Very, like, very, like, iconic for the late 90s, early 2000s music scene. Yeah, if somebody was, like, as close as possible to the camera sideways, it was him. Yes. Just, like, but just also, like, Jimmy Buffett and Steve from Smash Mouth. It's, like, middle school me would be devastated, rocked by this, but still sad. R.I.P. R.I.P. We, I I hope he's with Jimmy. Making great music. Yes. What a mashup that would be. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's making it right now on YouTube. Surely. In, in memoriam. Um, but this week, we're actually going to be in Texas talking about the Haunted Hill House, which is not based off of the um, show. And it's also not based off of the Darcy Coates book that's based off that show, well, that the show is based off of. This is just not based off of anything, truly. No. <laughs> it's like its own it's its own thing. It's its own thing. It's been featured on a lot of shows, according to the website, Portals to Hell, Paranormal Declassified, Paranormal Files, Fright Club, Strange Town, some YouTube channels. I didn't watch them pretty much at all because <laughs> they also had like, there's some some YouTube videos and I ha- I have some evidence to show you. And then... They have some videos on their website. I don't know if you watched any of their videos on their websites or Mm-mm. took a look at pictures. And I'll show you some pictures. They have some testimonial things that I'll read through. They kind of gave me a lot to work with on their website. Except for um, I kind of like realized this too late to like really gather any Portals to Hell EVPs because I know that they do get a lot of those on that show. And because I clicked on EVP evidence like right before we started recording. Mm. thinking like oh i'll just listen to these real quick and see what they're about there is no evps on this website it's just even though they mention it it's just like a soundcloud um song (laughs) so it's kind of strange 
<laughs> check out my mixtape. <laughs> right. While you're here, check out this. But to start off, apparently this house, the Haunted Hill House, they don't really ever get into why it's called the Haunted Hill House. I guess it's on a hill in Texas and that's what we're just, we're going based off of. Or they were like, you know what's really popular right now? The show Haunted Hill the haunting of hill house and we'll just steal it yeah i was interested to know like when that name decided to pop up i i couldn't really get a read on to when they or why they decided to do that but that's just what i'm going off of i feel like that assumption is good yeah but it has apparently direct ties to the baker hotel which I guess is also supposedly haunted. And it was supposedly a brothel supplying sex workers. And it also was a place that provided bootleg alcohol to the Baker Hotel at one point. Mm. Allegedly. Apparently, the house is reported to be inhabited by nine spirits. They come and go. They boast intelligent hauntings, residual hauntings, and visitations from spirits from the baker hotel so they go back and forth i guess there's just like walk down the street i guess they're like you know i'm tired of room service i'm gonna go down the street to the more homey cozy hill house the most dominant spirit is a little boy supposedly the story goes that he's a disfigured child born to one of the sex workers by the name of sarah and he lived there from the time he was until he was about six and he died and they gave him the name of joshua and he was born in 1953 and died in 1959 supposedly Mm -hmm. it's like really late in the game for like a brothel house right yeah that's what i was thinking like and was it still a brothel even after bootlegging was done when did bootlegging end that would have been i think prohibition ended in the 30s right that's what i'm saying like was it still an operation operation brothel even after like booze was made legal so they just stopped doing the bootlegging and just had girls there still 1920 to 1933 yeah so (laughs) but well you know there's we'll dig into that a little deeper gotcha perfect there's also a discrepancy of his actual name hmm. because some places have Joshua and some have Jacob. Hmm. And one theory of how he died is just outside the house on the grounds, a hollow, a hollowed out log can be found placed where Jacob and in this story, Jacob eight and not six was found hanging from a tree and it's not 1959 it's 1940 a cross etched into the wood is it still jacob kyle yes okay not joshua kyle it's jacob kyle he was actually eight in 1940 in this story but it's like the same thing it's like this is the same boy it's not two boys to my knowledge There's also a story of one of the owners reportedly fell into a well out back and died. He's supposedly one of the spirits that sticks around. And then several people have died on the property as a result of a flu outbreak, including a former owner by the name of Deborah Renfro. You didn't get the name of the owner that died in the well, did you? It did not say the name of the guy who fell down or the owner that fell down the well only that the person who died of the flu outbreak was former owner deborah gotcha so (laughs) apparently this place had a lot of people come for treatment of a healing well that was supposedly on the property and there's like multiple healing wells Mm -hmm. i say this with an inflection in my voice because i couldn't really tell and one of the wells has actually been reopened and located in a place called the Scratcher Room. Okay, what the fuck is that? I I, I looked. I don't know what that is. I think that I think it's a room that people have reported getting like physically harmed. But then I'm like, why would there be a well in there? 
it's very like the website and like the articles that I found, they give information, but they don't give like the full information before they're like, okay, moving on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've, I feel like we've been in a couple of ghost tours that are like that. Yes. <laughs> like, just like it's like, and then supposedly there's a mountain that sits behind the home and known for a guy named Sam Bass or Sam Bass. Mm hmm who said gold was said to be hidden in a cave behind the house. And so there in 1938, uh, they tried digging for it. And I was like, what does this have to do with the paranormal history? Apparently nothing, because they just jump on to the next thing, which is indigenous people used to roam the mountain. And William Barclay Kyle in the Texas of the Texas Rangers hunted them down near the house. And so they are said the indigenous people are supposedly on the grounds as well. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, I just, I, I cannot wait to see the evidence that you have for this. Like, like, okay, so people say apparently with paranormal happenings and things that of feelings of this home people begin to feel like a pull towards this home and have like dreams about it and a longing to return once they visit it oh, Zach Bacon's I guess Zach Bacon's would want to move into this house right away has he visited I don't think so I didn't see him listed on the accolades but let me no I don't think that he has shocking which is truly shocking to me but many people report to become nauseous get a headache upon entering the grounds some have claimed that they are visited by a malevolent spirit the next day after visiting the house like away after they've left something kind of follows them for a short period of time the website boasts that they have class a evps but not on their website because that's just a soundcloud song that sounds okay uh, <laughs> uh, they have pictures videos orbs k2 sessions with intelligent conversations i will show you some pictures i will show you one or two videos uh groups have had balls moved around by the spirit of the little boy several things have been thrown at them and over 600 scratches and four bitten yes former owner phil has personally told dozens of, of stories about people who have been scratched and has learned that it's a classic experience when ghost hunting. He tells the story of one man who was pushed to the ground by some force and was left with bruises that Phil describes as a thumbprint and four fingerprints. Phil also explained that the child's or children's spirits like to get on your back and they will sit beside you as well. No spots taken. You can't sit with us. Sorry. Also, you get off my back. Literally. Get off me. Don't do that. But yeah, so 600 scratches and four bit. That's a lot. That's a That's lot to count. Are we counting per scratch mark or are we counting per encounter? I I don't know. Maybe they have, maybe in the scratcher room, they have like this big <laughs> have like a tally. Board. Yeah, the tallies for <laughs> the scratches. And they're like, well, that's five more this week. You know, Be sure to sign your name underneath it. Right. <laughs> Put your little initial. Take your picture with the board. Not that being scratched by spirits is not horrific and traumatic. Like, but still. We're making fun of something that could be terrible if it actually happens. Allegedly. This is all alleged. That's just our opinion. The former owners, Phil and Kim, apparently didn't really know that they were buying a haunted house they were just like oh this is a real good deal um and they had intentions of restoring it as a fun family project and then they soon found out that it was haunted and kim wouldn't even go up there phil says he wouldn't mow the lawn not even in the middle of the day because they would see apparitions of like adults and children's at all hours like they would have experiences even on the property without going into the house he said that the house is as wacky in the middle of the day as it is at night and the two uh, reportedly when they owned the home never even lived there 
never spent the night and did not want to. They said it just had the bad vibe. They had no intentions of staying there. So something threw them off. I believe that they were the previous owners until they sold it in 2017. Mm. Maybe they sold it to someone else or they purchased it in 2017 and sold it later. I'm not sure because the next owners, I think it was the next owners who bought it in 2017 where all the actual big hullabaloo of investigation happens. I see. So when the haunted house actually took off. Yeah. So Phil and Kim did kind of start it. I read in an article that like Phil wasn't really into the paranormal. He was like a skeptic, but there was things happening in the house and, you know, they're trying to restore it and they have to pay the mortgage. So on the weekends, he would give like little tours. Like he didn't really know what he was doing. He was just like, well, people say it's haunted and we don't want to live here. <laughs> so I guess to keep the mortgage up, I'll give some tours on the weekends. I would love to know how that gets started. I think that like once people start talking about it and they're like, hey, can we come into your house? And see if anything happens. And you're like, yeah, pay me 50 bucks. And so he kind of snowballs from there. I could easily see how you could just turn it into like a weekend gig. But it wasn't something that it didn't seem like Phil and his wife were like interested in making it what it is now. Mm. I think that's when Eddie and Catherine bought the house. Like I said, I think I think it's 2017. But I'm not sure. But they bought the house. They were in the area and they always like walked by this house they always like kind of saw this house and then I guess the previous owners Phil and his wife were having an issue selling it because Catherine claimed that the house went from $180,000 to $80,000 and she picked up the phone and called and purchased it and she reported on our first day and first visit there we watched a green silhouette of a little boy go up up the stairs a bouncing ball and we heard voices it was more activity than we'd ever experienced at any other location the house was calling us after we purchased the house we were cleaning up the fireplace and there was a fake brick wall with dirt in between i started taking the bricks down because i knew about sam bass's gold that was supposedly hidden somewhere on the property we found a piece of newspaper that had been burned and it said our names I said our name Estes on the newspaper. That was crazy. And there was a little paper like that, that there was a little paper burnt with our name on it. So she's saying that they were cleaning the fireplace. There was a false wall, like brick wall, like hollowed out. Mm -hmm. She took the bricks off thinking there was treasure and like there was a prize, you know, like. And somehow gold, like a bad magic trick. She found her names on a burnt piece of paper on in on the inside of the false wall. Yes. On a newspaper, their name Estes had been written and partially burned. I don't know if this is like, ooh, spooky, like somebody like like the house has claimed you or something, or somebody was doing some sort of ritual. This would not be cool to me. If I did, if I saw that, I'd be like, I'm immediately moving out. And changing all the locks. I'm getting cameras, not for spirits but for stalkers and santa claus is no longer welcome right kim and phil were right let's not spend a whole fucking day or night in this house let's go all right that's just me but they stayed they stayed because they say that we were meant to have this home and we enjoy it it is very active and we have had over ten thousand people here that have had experienced what we experienced including Catherine likes to point out many famous TV shows. So it seems to me that Catherine and Eddie, who are self-proclaimed avid ghost hunters and really love to do ghost walks and everything, it seems to me that's when they kind of took off with this haunted hill house. They took it and ran. Yes. Most of the activity I feel like is centered around Jacob's room. There's a video that everyone is wanting to share on all the ghost shows. People are sharing it illegally, which I do have the quote unquote illegal video on YouTube and I will show you Ooh. where a girl gets yanked off of bed. She was in here provoking it saying, I'm a woman. What are you going to do to me? And she gets pulled hard. A guy comes in a lot an hour later and says, oh, you want to mess with women and is pushed and 
and something pushes him into two girls and then the door slams. Catherine has also reported, I was in here and I woke up with my hair tied to the bed. Oh my God. People do have very crazy experiences in Jacob's room. So since I brought that up, I'm going to go ahead and show you the video, the quote unquote illegal video. I think illegal is a strong word. I think that she's just like trying to dissuade people from sharing it. That's not on like a way that she can maybe profit off of it, but. Yeah, I mean, copyright is copyright. True. Um, That was very convenient placement for the person in front of the camera. Yes. So it's a very violent yank. Mm-hmm. Very, very, like it's, it literally looks like somebody pulls her by the ankle and there's a guy that's conveniently standing right in front of where she is. I'm not saying it was intentional or if it's staged or whatnot. I'm just saying that it is very convenient. Like he wasn't moved out of the way. I will say that there's nobody that like pops up and runs behind them. It doesn't look like there's any movement in that little shadowy area, but you can't really tell because there's like night vision kind of Mm -hmm. black and white. They do seem pretty freaked out. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. That would scare me. Worst nightmare. Um, So in this same video... At around 1.57 is when one of the guys comes back in and says, you're going to pull and push on women. And that's when he gets pushed. It's in the same video. And like they report in the video, it's about an hour later. Let me know when you're done. I'm done. Okay. So in the video, they're talking about they get to a specific place, 3.14. You see Drew provoking the spirit. And then he gets pushed, which is mm-hmm. a la Zach Biggins. Like, oh, something pushed me. And he then they get... all run out of the room. And they all run out of the room. I, I, Did you see anything interesting about that video? There was a flying something going across. So it did look like a bug orb you could claim if you're more spiritually inclined. Go across right before he gets pushed. I would also like to point out that he gravitates toward the same shadowed area Mm. she gets pulled from Mm -hmm. and he is pushed i see again i am not accusing anybody of staging anything this could be a very real experience i'm just saying it's very convenient that that's a section of the video that's pitch black you can't see anything listen i think that everybody who listens to us at this point understands that like we're not calling anybody out for faking sometimes we do but we're not calling anybody out for faking usually we're just picking apart we're looking at it unbiasedly and trying to figure out all possible reasons why this could happen because when you can't figure out a reason that's when it's like okay well maybe this is something yes Exactly. We're just trying to be uh, like objective and we're supposed to, and, you know, taking this evidence, you know, critically, you will also see, I think that it's very interesting. Um, if you watch it back, a shadow, like there's like a little corner of light up in the corner by the timestamp, a like shadow kind of like goes over that once or twice as this all is happening, like right around like 243, right as he gets pushed right there. And mm-hmm. around, do you see that shadow that walks by? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, that's kind of like, oh, nobody points that out in the video that I'm aware of. Um, but like, it kind of was like, it gave me like, oh, it gave me a little bit of goosebumps at the first, but then I was like, oh, that could also just be a person. Yeah. I mean, also it seems pretty aggressive for you to be provoking so aggressively. Yeah. Especially if you've just seen somebody be yanked off of a bed. Yeah. Regardless, very interesting it's a very interesting video mm-hmm. i have a few testimonials of people who have been like some somebody named something called the teal gray event i think teal gray is a person a woman i believe i got the impression that this person is some sort of sensitive medium mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. but she wrote a testimonial that said mineral wells is legendary for healing properties and mineral water, but stronger offerings flowed from Hill house supplying all vices under one roof. Um, Bootleggers, sex workers, card sharks, killers, 
have all called Hill House home, supposedly, according to Teal Gray. But some also very dear children. The bold visitor might take time to sit and deal a hand of cards with the long dead in the scratcher room. I was an honored guest last weekend, and one of the most interesting experiences occurred at 4 a.m. I was just settling into my bed in the axe room, and the ominous axe was in the dresser just by my bed. Four others were in the room as well, in other rooms sleeping. I heard very clearly in my right ear, shush, shush, shush. The odd thing was, I didn't really feel like they were telling me to be quiet. I knew it was something else, but I couldn't place it. 7 a.m. came quickly with a commotion in the room across the hall. Two women named Kara and Lisa were being grabbed by the waist and ankle as a toy car rolled across the floor from away from anyone's reach. As everyone gathered in the kitchen to go over the night with the owners, I got my answer to the shushing. Apparently, there's a story that it was an eerie silence when they walked into the house one day. All they heard was shushing sounds of the swaying rope with the body of a young girl hanging from the rafter around the rooms we stayed in. That's all she said. Who was this young girl? I don't know. Who, why was she hanging from the rafters? I don't know. I don't, I'm assuming this is like an apparition that they encountered one day. It was like the swinging of the rope that was making the shushing sound, which we have a separate story of Jacob who supposedly was haunted on, uh, haunting the property after being supposedly hung on the property but apparently there's also a young girl if you believe in that (laughs) really odd it's very odd and very horrific thing if it's true i would be traumatized for life if somebody was like oh yeah you heard shushing in the night like a scratching shushing sound yeah that was a girl i saw an apparition of a girl hanging from the rafters around your room that was the owner saying that yeah but they didn't include any stories about a hanging, no. So, I whether it's true or if it's like, oh, we need to conveniently tell a story to explain this, I don't know. Susan Hill also gave her testimony. She said that she wasn't sure what to expect for the investigation. There was an abundant energy and joy of the guests in attendance that made the night even better. They, She reported very good activity throughout the night. She was inside with three others and she was showing them how to use the dowsing rods and the rods pointed for us to go outside. She said when they got outside, they pointed for them to go to the RV. The shadow man has been seen in the RV by owners. And uh, she said, I said out loud that we would not be going into the RV. <laughs> <laughs> Then as we walked past, I heard the door latch pop and the door flung open. I, of course, had to go inside to make sure that nobody was in there. The RV was empty and I did a check of the latch on the door and it was very stable as like it would be hard to open. She was kind of explaining all she said. All I could say was well played shadow man <laughs> because he in fact got me to go into the RV. Oh, well, shit. Um, and I have a picture of what I think that she's talking about because there is RV on property and there's supposedly a shadow man. And I'll even show you this picture now. Hate it. I hate it. Yeah. So it is one of those pictures where it, it kind of does. I mean, it looks like something. It doesn't look like nothing. It's very off-putting and very disturbing. And it doesn't just merely look like a person standing in the window. That looks gory. Yeah. It looks just disturbing. So, no thank you. Mm -mm. But there is the shadow man of the RV. Jamie Mose also gave a testimony saying that they were invited to speak and then help with an investigative event at, at Hill House in 2018. They began the night with teal gray who i guess is now like taking over like doing some of the tours and explained they she explained the different hauntings then they split up into teams they used the portal device which uses an external speaker and an app that works as a spirit box jamie explained that he was they were called into the scratch room because there is supposedly a spirit in the room that scratches people and during the setup one of their team members was supposedly scratched 
Jamie does say I was never scratched, but during the portal session, an attendee came into the room and wanted to see if she could reach any of her family members. And one of the spirits did say her name a few times, which was exciting. They also heard someone say, love you later in the evening, which is kind of weird for a room that like people are scratched a lot. Yeah. For like an aggressive room. Yeah. Um, later in the evening, they tried to use a voice recorder. There was large, bright, slow moving orbs all around us, but, but they got no EVPs. There also was reportedly a candle in the room that would get brighter and then flicker fast. Like there was wind in the room, but there was no draft. After the event, Jamie reported that I stayed in the shadow man room, which is named because there's a shadow man seen in the room a lot, but different than the shadow man in the RV. Because there's also reports of closets opening up in the, on their own in that room, blankets being pulled off of people and people getting their hair stroke. Jamie did not experience any of this. It was very quiet and he slept and they slept very well. Oh, well, that's that's nice. But I wanted to show you some examples of the orbs that they supposedly have experienced in the scratcher room and other rooms in the investigation. Show you that one. There's another one I want to show you. Unexplained light anomalies. Very run-of-the-mill orb pictures. I'd like to point out that it does appear that this house is like, and maybe a semi-intentionally kept a little bit. Disarrayed? Yes. I don't understand that trans unexplained transparent anomaly. It looks like right in between the banister, there's some sort of light anomaly. I but see you can i i would also explain this away as some sort of dust or and or just like light reflecting off the banister mm-hmm. i that one doesn't really convince me the other two are just purely orbs or dust or dust i don't know the but first what, one i'm like a little bit more like okay well that maybe could be something because you don't see any others but this the other where they're like in an attic yeah yeah totally <laughs> that looks like my crawl space your crawl space is just full of orbs, not dust. <laughs> and spider crickets. Ew, those are <laughs> scary. I hate those. <laughs> you want you want to freak me out, just put me in a fucking shed of those things. I hate those things. They're the worst. They're literally just the most I you know, you know their their defense mechanism <laughs> is jumping at their attacker. No. Uh... <laughs> I hate it. So they go right at you. And you know, like I'm not, I'm not like a, a most like godly spiritual person. I'm, but I'm just saying, you know, if God ever did make a mistake, I feel like spider crickets were the mistake that he made. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about mosquitoes. Speaking of shadow people, I did want to show you the picture of supposedly a shadow in a corner. I just linked it to you. Okay. It's very, very subtle. And it's in yeah. the corner of a picture. It would be more um, compelling to me if they had like a picture right afterwards or right before. I agree. But they don't. <laughs> they just show this picture. Man, look at how dusty the banisters are. That's what I'm saying. It's like not very well upkept. I feel like if you're, I guess it's like that's kind of the point. You're leaving kind of everything alone and just having things like do what they want to do. But also like you could clean. I mean, people are paying like a lot of money to stay overnight. <laughs> A lot. So um, I'm just saying maybe this would be like a two-star hotel. <laughs> I do have one more testimonial from a woman named Georgina. Uh, she was really excited to be invited back as a paranormal investigator. She said, my favorite and funniest paranormal interaction occurred in the upstairs dormer room facing the front yard. They headed up there her and two other attendees headed up there with a periscope and several communication apps including a portal spirit box they were a group of three two blondes and a brunette important Uh, apparently because hair trigger hair color seems to trigger to be a trigger when sex work is part of the history of a location which i didn't know but apparently that's what she's explaining uh, they arranged themselves at the far end of the room closest to the window to take advantage of the full range of unblocked view into the room, the hallway, and into another room. Like the door was open. The blonde was to my left and the brunette was in front of me slightly and slightly to my left. I am the second blonde, she explains. The blonde to her left commented that she was feeling a chill move from her left side across her back to her right side. As she finished the statement, 
uh, Georgina could feel the chill move from her right spy- side and to fill the space between them. And her left side became noticeably cooler. Within a couple of seconds, she had chill bumps and she turned on her flashlight to kind of like look at the hair standing chill bumps on her arm and her upper leg. The blonde who had reported the chill at first was also covered in like hair raising chill bumps. Georgina says, I asked if the spirit talking to us preferred blondes and immediately through the portal, we heard yes in an accented voice. All three of us started laughing. The same male accented voice sounded off like it was laughing too. Georgina explains this as easily one of the funniest interactions I've ever had. To me, if I heard a spirit through a portal device laughing with me, that would make me, I, that wouldn't, it wouldn't be funny to me anymore. I would, I mean, depends, obviously. It depends on the laugh, I think. It, Maniacal taking over the world <laughs> laughter, I probably would leave. But if it's just like a creepy old ass man, just like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I wouldn't be affected because he prefers blonde. So it would be you <laughs> that he's targeting. So I would be fine. But that was like a lighthearted sort of thing that came up. As far as other evidence goes, you can find a lot on YouTube of like people just having little clips of different things. There's one on the website that they shared purposely. This is the one that they have featured. Love how you're so intensely looking for somebody to be behind the door like I was. Oh, no, I was actually (laughs) watching the lock. (laughs) I was like really, really up close to my my computer when I was first watching this, like just waiting to see somebody's like sliver of a hand or leg behind that door, pushing it open because of the angle. Yeah, the angle and also what was what the what was it filmed on? I don't know. I feel like if you're having tens of thousands of people investigate, you could get better camera equipment. I like Tesherman three zero four eight. It says the camera is moving, so it's not a security cam. So who's filming this? Exactly. Pretty convenient that the camera person is there at the right time. Exactly. Well, I mean, like uh, that could be explained that they were. This is during one of uh, an investigation. You know what I'm saying? And they were like provoking something and trying to get a reaction. Still, it is like not a static cam, which would be more compelling if it was. Mm-hmm. I have another video to show you. So okay, so the videos. So the videos are a little bit like suspect to me. It really just feels like very convenient camera angles and situations, right? Mm-hmm. This is no exception. And I was trying to figure out, can you just like rent a room during the night with like no necessarily anybody else there? I think I like, I think that you can, like, you don't necessarily have to have like a whole group to go with you. I think that it can be just like you and somebody else or you After alone. hours, overnight investigations for up to eight guests available. We supply all of the ghost hunting equipment if you need it, free of charge. We will also show you how to use the equipment, investigate with you upon request. We have a 20-camera system within the home that records all activity in the rooms at all times. Okay. So, but you don't have to have eight people. Like, it can be just you, or it can just be you and your significant other. (laughs) Here is another video. And it's like more of like a, like they were like being freaked out by something. And then like, it sounds like a ball is like dropping down the stairs, but that's, I'll just let you watch it. Am I watching the whole thing or just the beginning? Just the beginning. The rest of it is just them really being freaked out. It's not like anything. And explain to somebody like who comes in what they've just experienced. I will say throughout this video, you do see a lot of like what people could explain as orbs jutting around afterwards from their own that is a wild noise it's a very jarring noise it's very scary and then i was like that's like like crazy loud of something like banging down the stairs and you don't see anything banging down the stairs but then i'm like then i'm thinking like i always think in the terms of 
the most like nefarious things and I'm not accusing anybody. Like, I just feel like I have to tell, say that over and over again, but it's like our, our like these are, so that's from originally from like security cam or whatever, a static cam. And it's like, are you like watching the house somehow? And like, Oh, like ramping it up. Yeah. Ramping it up and putting people on higher alert. I don't know how you would make, what is that noise? Like, what could that noise be? I don't know. It sounds like, like, they're like, oh, it's a ball. What? Like that a pool ball? Sound. Like, what, yeah. what kind of ball are you talking about? It sounds like, like a hammering of footsteps to me, or like, it literally sounds like somebody's playing the drums. I mean, it, it sounds like somebody's dragging a body down the stairs to me. <laughs> but like, guess, when you, when you rewatch it. To a drummer, I'm like, it sounds like, like just going ham on the drums. When you watch it, it's like they can't figure out where the sound is coming from either. Right. Which is really just crazy and strange. I just, what made me laugh a little bit was just like, I just, this poor guy is like shirtless. There, it's like obviously like they were trying to sleep or something. <laughs> and I don't know. Hmm. It freaked her out. It did. I mean, I would freak I, mean, I would out. Freak, I would probably leave at that point. Yeah. I would not stay. And the rest of the video, they're just trying to figure out what it was. And it's like, really, there's no explanation for it. No, that is one of the more convincing. Yeah, it's wild. But also, if you are trying to like play sound effects to amp it up, you're the worst kind of person. <laughs> I don't care who you are. But but yeah, that's all I have for you. <laughs> just that? Just that. Now looking at the prices and the details of overnight stays, I do think it's funny. I do think it's like, see, this is why I'm like, I don't, I think that these people are yeah, they're kind of taking advantage of the situation, but then I'm like, part of me is like, they kind of feel sincere because like the third rule is like no Ouija boards. Like at the very least they're like, you know, they have like certain rules in here where I'm like, okay, be respectful of the entities, no insulting or aggressiveness, which obviously those people in the first video I showed you did not listen to being pretty aggressive, which is probably why they took the video off their website at first and then they also say like no cleansing if we feel an entity is trapped we will deal with it like I don't know that could be just for selling points but I think that the people who own this house now in my opinion if any of your history lines up with anything that they say that is why the this place is haunted um they're taking advantage of the spirits here but they also do seem like sincere believers. They're not just, they're not just, uh, where, where, what is that house I hate? Which Hins- one? Hinsdale House. Oh. Where it's obvious he does not believe in it. He's just trying to make a quick buck. Right. Right. I think that these people actually do believe in it, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what you found, if anything. Yeah. Jesus. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get back. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Shan. And I'm Troy. And we are going on a little murder road trip. Where every Sunday we take you to a new state alphabetically to tell you the story of murder, spooks, and everything in between. Yes, join us every Sunday for bad jokes, murder, and ghosts. It doesn't get much better than that. So grab your snackies, get on in, and we're going to go on a murder road trip. We're back. Here we are ready to learn all the things okay (laughs) this is pretty much just picked apart from the history provided by the house on their website okay i just went through the history and i tried to fact check it okay perfect all right so they say the house has direct ties to the baker hotel and was a brothel supplying working girls and bootleg for the baker at one point several deaths in the house happened during this time Right. So the Baker Hotel is like kind of two blocks over from the house. Okay. It's not close, but it's not far either. Okay. That would be a separate episode in itself because it is also supposedly haunted. Ghost Adventures did visit that one. Um, but the hotel opened in 1929, so it could be possible that they were offering some sort of alcohol to the hotel. It was a very, very very high-end hotel like it was still flourishing in the great depression gotcha okay 
So probably not like a place you would find a speakeasy or something necessarily. Not necessarily, but probably brought to your room. Yeah. Okay. This says that the little boy that haunts the house was a disfigured child born to one of the working girls, Sarah Kyle. He lived there until he was around six, born April 8th, 1953, death 1959, with the name of Joshua. I couldn't find a single Joshua that died in Texas in 1959 on Find a Grave. Did she find a Jacob? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn it. Not in also, Sarah, no, I, I read the dates for Jacob and I couldn't find him either. Sarah Kyle, I'm wondering if it is tied to the original owner of the house, uh, Fanny Yeager Kyle, who mm. built the house. Okay. But she didn't have any kids. Oh, well. So I'm saying tied as in they just grabbed a last name. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. As you said, one of the owners reportedly fell in a well out back and died. No idea who. Couldn't find any newspaper articles. Don't have a date. Very vague. Yes. Several people have died on the property as a result of the flu outbreak, including former owner Deborah Renfro. Couldn't find this anywhere. However, there was a very vague D.C. Renfro who died in 1928 and is buried in Wichita County, Texas. However, the flu pandemic was from 1918 to 1920, so it may be a bit of a stretch for her to die from the flu eight years later, but who knows? Possible, but not probable. People are still getting COVID. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) This is true. Uh, Many people came for treatment from the healing wells. The original wells are located on this property. There's also a well underneath the Baker Hotel. Oh, okay. Interesting. Which... I'm sure it leads into the name of the town, Mineral Wells. So when we're talking about wells, we're talking about like wells, right? Like Like springs. No. Okay. I'm thinking like people are just dunking their heads into like wishing well type things. No, no, no. Um, The Baker Hotel is being refurbished right now. They're reopening in 2026, allegedly. I'll believe it when I see it. But (laughs) they have a redone website where it tells you about the history and this little section is called Something's in the Water, and it says several water wells were drilled soon after Mineral Wells was established, with the most famous at the time being the Crazy Well. The well received its name from a story told about an elderly lady who drank the water from the Crazy Well twice a day and overcame her mental illness. In Mineral Wells, like the town, most of the water wells contain a significant amount of lithium, which is used in the treatment of various mental and mood disorders. In the early 1900s, stories of mineral wells healing waters brought visitors from all around the world, and shortly after, bathhouses, drinking pavilions, and spas began to open. The trains that brought in the visitors also helped the mineral water companies distribute their products outside of mineral wells. And during the Great Depression, mineral water companies suffered due to the luxurious nature of the product and travel costs, However, the Baker Hotel flourished, drawing in guests from the local to the notable throughout the bleak years. Gotcha. And there's a very scandalous picture of a lady in the bathtub drinking water, and I'm just going to send it to you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they're like, they're, but there are like, it's like. It's a drilled well. You're right. It's a drilled well. It just happens that the natural water in the area. It's spraying water that has lithium in it. Oh my right. goodness. She's just enjoying herself. Look at that side boob very scandalous because because i when so when i think of springs living in florida it's just mm-hmm. like these big beautiful springs that are feel so good i'm telling you people like you need to come down and not go to the ocean go to the springs but it's like a big natural like body of water yeah this is the body of water is underground it's just being drilled into gotcha gotcha okay okay that makes sense It says the original wells are located on the property, Lamar Iron Well, French Well, and Mesquite Well. One of the wells has been opened and is located in the scratcher room. Now we know what the scratcher room is. In my notes, I put, what the fuck is a scratcher room? (laughs) Well, and I'm assuming then that just that has to mean that the scratcher room, like I didn't really see the layout of the the house, like where each room is, but I'm assuming that the scratcher room then is like in some sort of like basement or ground floor. Right, like a crawl space type thing. Yeah. Like that house that we covered that had the woman who drowned her babies in the well down in like the basement. Right, right, right. But it was called something different, but I don't remember what. Regardless, anyway, (laughs) the East Mountain also sits behind the home. 
which is a mile north of the home and oh, is known a mile i thought i was like right up against it <laughs> i thought that was important <laughs> <laughs> it's known for sam bass gold said to be hidden in one of the caves in the mountain in 1938 the city of graham tried to dig for it with a doodle bug i'm assuming that's some sort of like um digging apparatus thing i have no pictures of a doodle bug digger sam bass was a real person he was a train robber and i did find articles about him okay none regarding mineral wells but i did find articles about him he was a real person okay did he have gold that he had hidden i couldn't find anything about that either damn okay Kiowa and Comanche Indians also used to roam the mountain. The founder of the home, William Barclay Kyle, formed the regiment of the Texas Rangers and hunted them down. This is written in his obituary as well. And I also, I guess the owners of this website don't believe in periods. Yeah, no, they don't. But didn't you say that the the builder of this house was a woman named Franny Kyle or Fanny Kyle? Yes. William Barclay Kyle... Was part of the Texas Rangers. He does have an extremely long obituary on Find a Grave. He mm-hmm. died in 1886. Okay. Four years before the house was built. Gotcha. So he would not be the founder of the home. Correct. It could be very well that he did um, murder indigenous people on the property that the home would later be built on. But not, he did not find the founder of the home. I wouldn't say on the property the um obituary that i read was just talking about like the formation and the indian wars that were going on in texas at the time gotcha okay so that's also a stretch let me double check no uh this is talking about mainly being around gillespie kerr care and kendall counties gotcha this property is in palo pinto county so no i don't think william barclay kyle had anything to do with this house they go on to say that the home is 3,800 square feet, 18 areas to investigate, five full bedrooms, four full bathrooms, full kitchen, AC and heat, TV TV monitors and control room complete with many cameras throughout the home and outside as well. Paranormal equipment is provided to assist you in your investigation. So if you go to the homepage, not the history page, it also says the home was built as an A-frame home during the Civil War and established in 1880 and belonged to the one of the first founding families of Mineral Wells. From 1880 to early 1929, the home was used as a makeshift hospital. Afterwards, the home became a haven for illegal activity. However, every other article that I found states that the house was built in 1890. Okay. I went on the tax assessor's website. I found the tax records, but they don't have when the house was built. Square footage, anything like that. There's nothing about it. Even on Zillow, it doesn't have the year that the house was built. But all of the news articles that I'm reading say the house was built in 1890. Gotcha. Even if it was established, quote, quote, in 1880 as a home, that itself was 15 years after the end of the Civil War. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a Civil War hospital. Correct. I'm not sure why they would need a makeshift hospital for that time at all either, because it looks like they had a sanitarium that was converted to a modern hospital in the 20s, which is also haunted. But that will also be for another episode. Yeah. Lastly, I want to read you the Zillow listing. Perfect. Have you seen the Zillow listing? No. I'm going to send it to you so you can look at the pictures from inside the house. The overview says, Holy Ghost Batman. (laughs) Owner has stated alleged ghosts, in all capitals, ghost sightings, paranormal investigations, and ghost tours at this residence, known as Haunted Hill House, with five to whose bedrooms? Owner has also, or, oh my God, owner also stated not to remove any objects from home or property or house. Spirits are attached to their belongings. About 1.35395 acres, prime location, close to Baker Hotel. House and current alleged spirits are being sold as is, where is, lots of history and stories. Who wrote this? Alleged third bathroom built but sealed totally up why no one knows the staircase is amazing and it leads up to the second story where i am told a lot goes on that has no explanation 
in all capitals. Do you dare give these alleged spirits a way home or spruce it up for them? Wow. What a enthusiastic description. This place looks fucking trashed. I do know that I, I saw mentioned that um in some of the testimonials since 2017, since the I guess current owners have owned it, they have remodeled some of it. Like they have like cleaned it up some. But I don't think it's been like super like anything overhauled mm. from just from the videos that we've seen. But if you look at the price history, it says it was listed for sale in 2017 for 125, and then it changed to 99 900, and then it was removed the following year. But I don't see any sell history after 2017. Gotcha. Because I think it was Phil and Kim who owned it and were starting like the little tours and then um the article that i found said that the estes catherine and eddie purchased it in 2017 and catherine acclaimed it she they purchased it for eighty thousand dollars so maybe there was some sort of backwards deal or something maybe also i looked up doodlebug digger um and all that came up was a sandbox excavator Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's uh, so, so cute. So I'm just assuming that it was, it's some sort of excavator and like people call it a doodle bug in Texas. If you call it a doodle bug in Texas, tell us why. <laughs> um, so you can get your own investigation in this house currently. Yes. You can get an overnight investigation on a weeknight per low, night. Low price of four hundred and fifty dollars that's all or you can get a weekend night investigation for five hundred and fifty dollars what a steal did you scroll all the way down to the home page and look at the events that you can have here birthdays and weddings and a memorial service for your dearly departed r.i.p so puts a bad taste in my mouth a little bit the last one i'm just saying I did not pay more than $200 a night to stay in a two-star hotel on my way back from Oregon. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't pay $450 to $500 to stay here? No. But the ghost. But the dust. But also, you can have your birthday party and they'll give you a creepy cake and gift for $25. That's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's all I have for you. What do you think? <laughs> So you didn't, so great. You didn't confirm anything. <laughs> not, not a thing. not a damn thing <laughs> on confirm. this house anywhere. That can confirm anything. We actually ruled out people who were supposedly like part of the contributing of haunting. So I, I don't, it seems like there's a lot of places that are actually legitimately haunted in minerals. Wells. Yeah. And uh, it kind of seems like they kind of just jumped on it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna brainstorm with you. Okay, here's a thought. Okay, I'm taking a different route with this. What if they wanted it to be haunted, and they created a poltergeist from that, and they invited something in, in that to could make t- it haunted? That could be possible. That could totally be possible. But then whatever they invited in, I don't think is a spirit of re- of residual or intelligent. I think that's something darker. Well, I kind of got that feel from the 600 scratches. Yeah. And the, you know, if that's, if that's the case, if they did invite something in, that's definitely darker. And then it's definitely not a child. So don't let it on your back. Um, don't play with it. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, that could be something, you know, you're like, you're trying to make this place more interesting make it worth it just a thought just a thought i mean that that could be possible as far as like the hauntings that they're claiming i just don't see it no so i don't know if anybody has stayed at this place for the 450 to 500 dollars. let us know your experience if it was worth that much if it's fully renovated because from the videos and the pictures it really doesn't look like it if anybody has had their memorial service for their duly departed there First off, so sorry for your loss. So sorry for your loss. And also, can just tell me why? (laughs) And how did it go? 
how did it go did they join the like are you wanting your spirit your dearly departed to join haunted house i don't know i feel like that's like a, just a bad omen especially if you don't want cleansing in the house and you're having a minister come perform a service i don't know just seems like a bad mix to me but not a fan of this place i don't think i don't think i would go here i really don't think i would go here but well whatever <laughs> Let us know if you have been here. Let us know if you have plans of going here because we'd love to hear your take on it. Yeah. And again, we're not accusing anybody of like, you know, heisting you of $450 to $500 and swindling you or scamming you. I'm just saying. The history is not lining up with this place. So. No, no. And I was thinking that while I was looking through this, I was like, you know, this is one of the places that I would really like to actually go into the town, look at the archives and see if I could find something because there's yeah. nothing online. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing there. It just means that there's nothing online. Yeah. This might be the place that doesn't have anything digitalized yet. True. True. That is also true. But then also it's kind of like uh, I do put it on the owners to do their due diligence, especially with like the Civil War hospital thing. Like there, it's very easy to fact check. And brothels in the 50s? Yeah. It's very easy to fact check this, this stuff. And it's like kind of just putting buzzwords in to make mm -hmm. it a little bit more interesting. But who knows? Okay. Good job. Thank you. You too. Where are we going next week? Next week, we're heading to North Carolina, which I feel like well, I feel like we've only done maybe one house there or no houses there. So yeah. New place. New opportunities. New ghosts and hopefully history to back it up. Man, it's a growing trend with us, huh? <laughs> I know. What's your sage moment? Well, I was like, man, I'm really struggling for a sage moment. And I was going to mention that, like, not to toot our own horn, but I was thinking, reflecting on our podcast the last, like, almost two years, thinking about, like, some of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, like, it's like this time of year that we kind of start off our cryptid sort of mm -hmm. series mm -hmm. and if you haven't listened to our episode of the jersey devil <laughs> i implore you to go listen to that episode because it's still one of my favorite episodes <laughs> um so uh my stage moment is just reminiscing on our, our podcast but also strangely enough while we were filming that we were recording this uh some spam text texted me and it's called cold joke at at nextstaragaming.com. I'm going to delete this because it's like obviously a spam text. But it spam texted me a joke. Oh my god. So I'll 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 give you this joke. What a gift. What a weird gift. What I'm a be strange thing. Really pissed if you end up taking my joke though, but okay. we'll see where this we'll, goes. We'll see what cold joke has for us. What do you call a fish wearing a crown? I don't know. A kingfish. How great. How amazing. <laughs> it says, may your day be regal and majestic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to delete this so nobody hacks my phone, but I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> it's like it knew. It was like, here, hurry up. <laughs> here's, here's this for you. Do here's something this. with it. So perfect. So yeah. What, yeah, what's I your... would say the Jersey Devil was one of my favorites, but also the Bell Witch because that yes. one is just so twisty and turny. Yes, the Jer the Jersey Devil is just it's not it's not it's actually the New Jersey Pine Barrens mm -hmm. uh, the episode, but we mostly <laughs> just we end up just mostly talking about the Jersey Devil and his love life. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yes. What is your sage moment? Mine is a joke. Okay. What is leather and sounds like a sneeze? I don't know. A shoe. Oh, kind of dated because not a lot of shoes are leather now. But I get you. <laughs> well, I can't say what's canvas and sounds like a shoe. <laughs> no, it was very good. Did you get that from Cold Joke? No, I didn't. I, um, I saw it while at Grandma's and I was just lucky enough to actually remember it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> great great jokes that you can use whenever you want we give you permission free of charge we yes. won't spam text you them either no no i won't try to hack your phone by sending you a really bad joke but have a real 
majestic day. <laughs> and we see, will see you next Tuesday. See you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. As always, we love getting suggestions from you guys. Be sure to send us your recommendations of stories to cover, locations to visit, ghost tours to go on, and all that good stuff. You can send it to hauntedorhoaxpod at gmail.com or DM us on social. Yeah, you can find all of our links to social as well as episodes and blogs on our website, hauntedorhoax.com. And if you feel like helping us out, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or just drop us a few stars on Spotify. Bye. Bye.